0: My most respected elders and brothers in Islam, we have been speaking about those actions that will assist us once we leave this world. One of the stages that we have to pass in the Akhirah will be the full Sirat, the bridge of Sirat, and we had mentioned that in one Hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam asks, "Man asra al-nasi' ala Sirat?" Will be the person that will move swiftly over the bridge of Sirat. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentions, "Al-ladina yaradouna bi-dinii," that is, those people who are happy with the Deen of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And we had linked it with the incident of Ibrahim Ali salatu Salam. That is the reason why he became the friend of Allah is because of his submission. And I had mentioned that we have got a submission problem today that we are not ready to submit. And thereafter we have mentioned the reason, we gave one reason, there were two reasons that we have, two reasons we have spoken about why a person will not submit to the commands of Allah. One of the reasons we have spoken about last week, and that was temptations, which is known in the words of Al-Qayyim, Allāh. and he says, there are two reasons why a person will not submit to the commands of Allah. He says, one is Shahawat. that is, a person becomes a slave of his temptations. You are either the slave of Allah, or you are the slave of shaitan. When you become the slave of shaitan, when you become the slave of shahwat and temptations, a great saint has mentioned that when he was young, he had heard people saying that when a person becomes a slave of temptations, then a person will always fall in trouble and there will be trouble and tears only. And you can ask that person who has become a slave of temptations and he ended up in guna and sin that how much of trouble there is only trouble after trouble and tears after tears. A person loses his wealth, he loses his health, he loses his family, he loses everything. When a person becomes a slave of temptation. The reason why we will not submit to Allah is because we have submitted to Shaitan and our nafs and we have become the slaves of Shaitan. The second reason that Ibn al-Qayyim Raheim Allah has mentioned that why a person will not submit is shubaat. Shubahat. means doubts. And every person who has these doubts, sometimes his doubts are serious. Sometimes it's not so serious. have mentioned in separate chapter of Babul Waswasa. That is doubts and whisperings that come to a person. So we find that these doubts come in a person. Where do the doubts come from? Rasulam has mentioned that every person has got two sounds coming to him. One is from the side of Shaitan one is the side from of the Malaika angels. So for example, a person, he wants to wake up in the morning, he wants to wake up for his Fajr, one sound will tell him, no problem, you can read it later on, you can carry on sleeping. Another sound will say, no, you need to wake up. Fajr salah is important. Now one is coming from the side of Shaitan, and one is coming from the side of the angels. Now you have to decide, this is the test now, whose invitation are you going to take? And the invitation from the side of Shaitan, or the invitation from the side of the angels. So all the time these doubts are created in a person's mind. Sometimes these doubts, Shaitan looks at a person. And looks at the weakness of the person. Because you want to attack the weakness. In the Quran Sharif, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَعَنَهُ اللَّهُ فَقَالَ لَأَتَّخِذَنَ مِنْ عِبَادِكَ نَصِيبًا So When Allah cursed Shaitan, when Shaitan made a promise, that I will misguide people. وَلَأُدِلَنَهُمْ From the, the many things that he said, he said, I will misguide. So he's going to use different methods to misguide people. And remember Allah says in the Quran Sharif kul a'udhu bi rabbin nas Allah speaks about that in the Quran min sharril so waswasil khannas you seek him protection from the whisperings of shaitan alladhi waswasu fi suduril nas which he puts into the hearts of the people minal jinnati wan nas one is shaitan whispers to you and one is amongst the human beings also. He has got people selected who he whispers to them and he has corrupted their by their thinking. And they come and corrupt other people's thinking. So in the beginning first, he will look for a person whose iman is weak and he will attack a person's iman. That's why Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa has mentioned that a person will be speaking about Allah. And then after, shaitan will put the thought in his mind. Man <many many> khalaq created Allah? And these type of thoughts will come into his mind. The S. 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 Said, immediately you must see, immediately you seek protection from shaitan. That Allah protect me from such type of thoughts. And if someone has to ask you, who created Allah? The answer you must give him, is that When you meet Allah, you must ask him yourself. There's no need for us to discuss those type of issues, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi So you protect yourself from all these type of doubts that have been created. Likewise, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa has mentioned that if a person's iman is strong, one sahabi, radiyallahu Anhu, he came to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa in a riwayat of Muslim Sharif he says, ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa inna najidu fi anfusina, we get such thoughts that are coming to us, that we can't even speak about it. They are so bad. Have you some Is this what is happening to you all? This is how we feel. When we get these thoughts, you don't like these thoughts to come. Why these bad thoughts are coming? Nabi Sallallahu said, "The fact that you are thinking that this is a bad thing, and the fact that you are worried, and well, that is clear iman. Because when the thoughts come, immediately you turn to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Oh Allah, you remove these bad thoughts. Just imagine what a beautiful dua Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned. Mentioned Allah Majal Wasawi qalbi, فشتى ما ولا ميك <تصفيق> the whisperings of those things that bring you fear those things <تصفيق> that remember you that should be the whispering to Allah you make my whisperings there <تصفيق> beautiful dua of <تصفيق> 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 so shaitan will attack a person's iman looking at the person how strong he is then he will even attack when he sees that this person's iman is strong, then he will start attacking your deen, aspects of your deen. So he'll come at the time of Muzu also. While you are making wuzu, he'll tell you, No, you never watch this limb, you never watch that. This one Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam has mentioned that in wuzu also there's a deputated shaitan called Walahan. He will come and he will come and put all doubts in your head. He so that that time also, what must you do? Tawqahah have mentioned that if a person during the wuzu he is making wuzu and now he's washing his hands, and now the doubt is coming. Did I wash my face? Then just go and wash your face again. That's all, and continue. And if after you made your wuzu, you finish making your wuzu, everything, and now the doubt is coming, just ignore it. Continue, unless you are hundred percent sure someone came and told you. No, you never wash your face. Then you 100 percent sure then you have to make your wuzwodi. But what if you that doubt this came, you just continue And you just read this. Then Navikareem sallallahu alayhi wa said he will come and create doubts in your salah also. Navikareim sallallahu alayhi wa said in the revival of Muslim Sharif that there's a deputated shaitan for that also. Al Khinzab. His name is Khinzab. He will also come to your salah while in the middle of your salah I no. Why don't you think about this? Why don't you think about that? Don't concentrate in your salah. Now a person doesn't know how many rakats he read. doesn't know what to do. So there are Masai and laws that are related to that also. So Shaitan is saying to attack a person's iman. Then he will create other types of doubts. So that now he will stay, you start doubting your deen also. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about an incident in the Quran Sharif. In the time of the Prophet ﷺ, as I mentioned, Shaitan sometimes he'll whisper to you. Sometimes he'll make people whisper. Sometimes he'll whisper to his friends, the kuffar. And the kuffar will come and make objections of against Deen, against Islam. So in the time of the Prophet ﷺ, we know the Islamic law is that if an animal died a natural death, it is carrion you can't eat. It. Haram. it wasn't slaughtered in the Islamic way you can't eat it. And if you slaughter the animal, you need Bismillah, Allahu Akbar, the animal is halal. So the kuffar came and told to the believers, it's surprising. That animal that died a natural death, who killed it? Allah killed it. So you can't eat that. Why are not eating that? And you, you're slaughtering the animal with your hand, you're slaughtering that, how come that is, how come that is permissible? This animal Allah killed it, is not permissible. And this animal used flattery and it's promising. How is it promising? Allah revealed the verses in the Quran Sri. In simple words, Allah told him to tell them the reason why we don't eat this is eat that is because Allah told us not to eat that, Allah told us to eat this. Allah told us that animal that they died the next death, the name of Allah was not taken on that animal. Don't eat that animal there because the name of Allah was. This animal here yeah, you can eat it because the name of Allah was still. In simple terms, do what I tell you to do. You not know, if don't use your logic here. Yeah? The logic doesn't work here. Yeah. yeah, you look at what Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam said. Then after Allah revealed was wa inna shayatin la yutona ila uliyyin bi Satan is whispering to his friends to come and make some type of objections to you. Likewise, different types of doubts you will create in your deen. Now people start doubting the deen. Different laws of Allah. Why did Allah make this haram? Why did Allah make that haram? Allah Subhanahu wa Taala knows the wisdom. I mean, Allah Subhanahu will he will he believe that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is Hakim? He is the one that is most wise then he will know what's the benefit in it and what's the harm. We don't need to ask those questions. Allah knows better than us. Everything of ours is limited. Our eyesight is limited, our sight is limited, our hearing is limited, our intelligence is also limited. Everything of insan is limited, our power is limited. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not limited. So this insan, Allah is saying, that you need to submit. Ibrahim alayhi salam is said, it's call law Rabbu Aslam, call alamin immediately he said, I have submitted. And when you don't submit, as I said, then you'll fall into all types of temptations and you'll fall in all types of doubts. Now we just to give another example of how Shaitan uses people also to create doubts. So there was one person he came into the podium and he's saying to the people, he brought two fatwas. Two Islamic verdicts, same situation, but one fatwa and one verdict is saying is permissible, and another verdict is saying not permissible. So he only quoted the fatwas, he only quoted the legal view, but he never give the background about why one answer was given, why the other answer. So he says, see, we can't trust these ulama, and we can't trust the muftis. Same situation, but one is saying permissible, one is saying not permissible. Now, what is this person creating? He's creating a doubt. The Shias did the same thing. What they did, did? did? They speak ill of the Sahaba <laughs> How did deen reach us? Deen reached us through the Sahaba <laughs> If you break that link, then what happens? In where does deen fall into? So they want to create all types of doubts in our deen. So likewise, the deen that reaches is through. If you look from the time of Sayyid Burhanu, has come from heart to heart to the ulama and to the pious predecessors that come right to us. And if you break that link, what happens? And now you are actually doubting, you are actually being. So this person, he just mentions the two. He quotes. He's not misquoting. He's quoting everything correctly, but he's misconstruing the whole situation. He did not mention the background. Now, just to give an example, in the time of the Prophet ﷺ. One Sahabi comes and says, Ya Rasulullah, I'm fasting. During while I'm fasting, can I kiss my wife? The Prophet said, No, you can't do it. Another person, another Sahabi comes, and he asked the same question, the Prophet said, No problem, you can do it. Now what are we going to say about this? If you didn't understand the background of the thing, then you start confusing people. But look at the background. Muhaddi Soon mentioned and Fuqaha mentioned that the first person who came and Nawazam did not allow him because he was a youngster. He would not be able to control his passions and his temptations. It would lead him to even break his fast. Therefore Nawazam told him, no, you can't. The second person, he could control his passions and desires. Therefore Nawazam told him, no, it's permissible. Likewise, Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu. One person came and asked him, that if a person murders someone, he has to commit murder. Is there any forgiveness for him? He replied, no, there's no forgiveness for you. Allah says, وَمَنْ يَقْتُلْ مُؤْمِنًا مُتَعَمِّدًا جَهَنّمُ خَالِدًا Another person came and he asked the same question. Is there any forgiveness for a person who commits murder? He says, definitely. Allah says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَقْتُلُ بِهِ وَيَقْتُلُ ذَلِكَ now someone who listens to this, what, If he missed, he's quoting the thing, but he doesn't understood the context behind the thing. So then the students of Ibn Abbas, Salman, who asked him, why the two different answers? He said, you see, the first person who came, he wanted to commit murder. He wanted to commit murder. So he asked me, is there any forgiveness for murder? Now, if I told him, yes, it's permissible, no problem, Allah will forgive you. He'll, he'll go and commit the murder. So I told him, no, it's not permissible for you. And the second person, person already committed the murder. It's like how the 99 person committed 99 murders, it comes in Hadith. He committed the murder also. Is there any way for forgiveness for me? He said, yes. Yes, yes. So unfortunately today, people just want to look at the cell phone, you want to look at the WhatsApp. People are sending out messages. They haven't even understood what is the true nature regarding aspects of deen, etc. And we want to look at these messages and what happens, we become even more and more confused. Why are we looking at this message when it comes to our 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 worldly life? If a person is sick, he doesn't just look at the message and just do one search and say, Listen, yeah, I think I need an operation and he carries off. No. He goes to a professional. And he will find out from the professional whether I, I need this or when I do it. But why when it comes to our deal? Then we just want to look for anything and we just want to choose anything and we just want to just make one search and we say no, this is the right answer. The real reason is that because we have not submitted to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have not submitted to the deen of Allah and we need to follow those people who are following the deen of Allah. So we need to go to those professionals, those people who have sound knowledge of deen and those people who have sound practice of deen, they are also practicing on Quran and sunnah, then we go to such people. And then after, when we give ourselves completely to them, and we ask them the question, and they will give us the answer, then there won't be any confusion. There won't be any confusion. I'll just end up with this one part, with regards to Hajar alayhi salatu which I mentioned before also. When Ibrahim alayhi salatu Islam left her, she was also confused. How can you leave me at such a place here? There's no one here. There's no food, no vegetation, nothing. But in the end, what did she tell Ibrahim alayhi salatu Allah. Did Allah, Allah, <Es> did Allah, Subhanahu wa Taala, command you to do this? He said yes. Once he had this, if Allah commands me to do this, now my point of reference is only Allah. My point of reference is Allah and the Now There is no doubts. That's all God. Because understand, this is what Sharia tells me. This is what Allah tells me, and this is what what has taught me. Therefore, there is no doubts. May Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala removes every type of doubt from our hearts. Allahumma sabitna al-Iman, hamitna al-Iman, mahsurna yum al-Qiyamati ma'Iman, wa akhru Dawana. Alhamdulillahikum. Allah Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa Allah. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa Allah. أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله هيا على سلام هيا على سلام هيا على القيام هيا على الفلام, هي على الفلام. هي على الفلام. الحمد لله القائل يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق ولا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان انه لكم عدو مبين ونشدو لا اله الا إن الله وحده لا شريك له ونشدو ان سيدنا مولانا محمدا عبد ورسوله الذي رسل الى الناس كافة بشيرا ونديرا وداعيا الى الله بيده وسراجا منيرا صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى اله وأصحابه بارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فيا أيها الناس مسيق ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد خاز المتقون وقد قال تبارك وتعالى قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس (تصفيق) إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس صدق الله العظيم بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بالآيات والذكر الحكيم إنه تعالى جواد الكريم والرعوف الرحيم الحمد لله القائل والسابقون الأولون من المهاجرين والأنصار والذين اتبعوا من إحسان رضي الله عنهم وردوا أنه وعدنهم ورد جنات تدري تحتها الأنهار طالدين فيها أبدا ذلك الفوز العظيم ونشهد أن لا إله إلا إن الله وحده لا شريك لَهُ ونشهد أن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق الحق البشير ونذيرا بين يديه الساعة. قل يكي الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصي ما فإنه لا يدل إلا نفسه ولا يدل قاشيا. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم محمد رسول الله والذين معه أشده وعلى الكفار الرحماء بينهم ترهم لك عن يبتغون. يبدعون فضل من الله وردوانا سمعوا في وجوه من أقرب السجود ذلك ما في تراه وما في الانجيل كذلِك أخرج شطعه فازرهم فاستغرض فاستوى على سوقه. يجب وجب الزبراء يغذى به الكفّاب بعض الله الذين آمنوا من الصالحات من مقدرة وجه عظيمه قد قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الله الله في اصحابه لا تتخذوا مرضا من بعدي فمن احبهم ففي حبي احبهم ومن ابغضهم فمن ابغضهم وخيروا أمتي تفرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم انصر الدين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وجعلنا منهم عباد الله رحمكم الله الله يابر بالله والاحسان ويتعيد القربى وينه عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي ايدكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني كلكم واشكروني ولا تذكرون sitting said the saps, then should the of cell <laughs> <تصفيق> الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك الدين إياك نحبد وإياك نستعين إدنا صراط المستقيم وصراط الذين نعمت عليهم وإذ الموجوب عليهم ولا الضدين والتين والزيتون وتور سينين وهذا البلد الأمين لقد خلقنا الإنسان في أحسن تقويم ثم رددناه أصفل سافين إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات فلهم وير مَمْنُونٍ فما يكذبك بعد في الدين أليس الله يحتمن حاكم الله مجمع صميع الله من الحمد الله اكبر الله اكبر الله الله الله, الله. 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 الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا صراط المستقيم صراط الذين امت عليهم واجل الموتى بيان مربو قل يا أيها الكافرون لا أعبد ما تعبدون ولا أنتم عابدون ما أعبد ولا أَنَا عابد ما عبدتم ولا أنتم عابدون ما أعبد لكم دينكم ولي سمى الله من حمدا الله الله أكبر الله 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 السلام عليكم الله عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم صل wa sallam 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 اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما محمد صلى الله عليه حبيبك محمد صلى الله عليه الله